0: And now, Discover Your True Course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course. This podcast is one way we meet high-achieving, successful leaders at the intersection of their personal and professional lives, and join them on their way to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish without regret. It's a complicated, confusing world out there. The way through is often unclear. Who do you trust to help you sort it out? True Course is a trusted guide for high-performing leaders and teams. Coaching, mentoring, and consulting are the ways we support your growth and soft skills for leading and relating. With TrueCourse as your guide, you'll successfully navigate challenges and reach your process and outcome destinations more surely and quickly. Organizations we serve become places that people love to work, serve, and be customers. We've explored how building the life you've always wanted starts with setting foundations, including vocation, values, purpose, mission, and vision for your life. This personal work affects everything, including your professional life. If you have these foundations in place, you'll discover you show up more confident and less stressed because you'll have greater focus and definition for living. The people around you will notice. Once your foundations are in place, you'll want to masterfully build on them. This mastery means that you're continuously learning, failing fast, and becoming more and more skillful in your leadership and relationships, personally and professionally. More recently, we've considered the importance of communication as the cornerstone of relating to one another and achieving productive work together. Unfortunately, many believe that just because they're speaking, they are communicating. Further, they believe that the message they sent is understood exactly as they sent it. This is rarely true. We've established that communication of the message involves more than just forming and delivering words. There are many variables in any instance of communication that affect it for good or ill. These variables include the sender, receiver, language, environment, and channels. Just as a quick review, the most complicated of these are the sender and receiver variables. These are the people involved in the communication, their differences, and dynamics. Managing the sender-receiver variables require your greatest skill and effort. There are language variables in the communication. Even if people involved in the communication speak the same mother tongue, words can have different meanings to each of them. So it's important to check into what a person means by words that are particularly central to the communication or are laden with meaning. The words of the language variable make up about 7% of the communication. The other 93% is made up of what's called meta-communication, which is communication about communication. It includes nonverbals, tone of voice, body language, gestures, facial expressions, and so forth that carry meaning that either enhances or disallows what we say in words. There's a whole conversation going on beneath the surface. It's also important to create physical and emotional environments that support and enhance effective communication and that mitigates anything that would hinder getting the message through as intended. In this episode, we turn to another variable to be managed, which is the channel you use for communication. Among the channels might be oral or written. In the oral category, might be face-to-face or phone where words are spoken. In the written category, we can include letters, emails, texts, and notes. Some important things to keep in mind when choosing channels are the following. The most effective communication takes advantage of both verbal and nonverbal communication. Recall, as we mentioned, only 7% of the communication is the words. 93% is the metacommunication. In-person oral communication is the most advantageous in that you can use all your senses and being to take advantage of the words that are spoken and the metacommunication, including nonverbals and voice, in the process. Online video communication may be a close second. Phone may be the next most advantageous since you not only get the words, but you get the vocal metacommunication. The least desirable channel for communication is written, particularly in this day when most people write poorly in shorthand and do not take the time to explain any emotions associated with the communication. For this reason, I recommend using email and text for maintenance communication only. If the message has any emotional load at all or the language could be interpreted with an emotional load, use a face-to-face form of communication. If this is impossible, then use the phone. If the phone is impossible, use written communication, but let the reader know about what emotions you may be attaching to the communication. For example, if we have a tense moment at True Course when something was misunderstood or didn't go exactly as expected with a project or a client, and if I communicate with my assistant in writing to make corrections or adjustments to our procedures, I may lead with, I'm smiling as I write this, or no anger here, or no worries just to get this corrected. My intention here is just to let my assistant know what emotions are and are not going on at the time I write. Knowing the person with whom you're communicating also helps a great deal. Hiding behind an email, a letter, or text to unload on another person is cowardly and unhelpful communication. You can certainly write out what you intend to say, but then have a face-to-face meeting using what you've written out. I want to summarize now some important ways of managing variables and add a few as we wrap up. Number one, cultivate your emotional intelligence competencies. That is your self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relational interactions. Get in touch with your past experiences and how they affect you and how they affect your interactions with others. Number two, examine your beliefs for truth. Ask others to explore them with you and consider alternatives. Number three, Build trust by cultivating good rapport with others is characterized by respect. The person need not be your best friend, but you can have a good working relationship with them. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. Be appropriately transparent and then state your intentions for the communication and also state what your intentions are not. All of these things build trust. Number four, watch your language. Ask those who are listening how you're coming across what emotions they're sensing, how they're understanding your words. Check for understanding concerning your words and ask, help me to understand what you heard me say. And sometimes you can take this on yourself by saying, I don't always communicate as I want, so help me to understand what you just heard me say. This way it puts the responsibility on you for communicating well and not necessarily so much on them for listening. This also can elevate trust. Then pay attention to your nonverbals. What are you doing with your voice, your body language, and what is that saying to the other person? Everything that is not the words themselves also communicates. Number five, use the other person's preferred communication channel. If they prefer face to face, be sure you meet them face to face. If they prefer written communication or phone communication, be sure you use that. But encourage them and yourself to take advantage of the most advantageous communication channels for the purpose of your communication. Number six, be curious and hold a sense of wonder about the other person and their views. View the person as someone from whom you can learn. Suspend judgment. Value their position. Inquire versus advocating. Try to focus on understanding their position rather than pushing your position. If you push the receiver, they will become defensive and the quality of the communication will diminish dramatically. Avoid giving advice or telling the other person what to do. They will resist. It's said that uninvited advice is less than 1% taken. It's a waste of breath, and largely people sense that you're trying to control them rather than simply express an opinion. Number seven, learn to recognize your stress symptoms and those of others. Make a conscious effort to stay calm, breathe deeply, and relax your hands and face. Good communication is impossible if emotions arise. In fact, when defensive emotions of fight, flight, or freeze rise, Your brain gets so focused on survival that you literally cannot think well. If you or the other person begin to get emotional, distraught, or angry during a conversation, stop speaking and take a break. Walk around for a few minutes and then come back to the conversation. Number eight, value what your brain can do with sleep or rest. Take thought breaks or physical breaks at least every 25 minutes especially if the conversation does become emotional, is going in circles, or ceases to be helpful. Disengage from the conversation. Get a drink of water, walk around outside, or something else to give your mind and body a break, and then resume the conversation. For breaks, agree to leave the conversation and make an appointment for a future conversation. Collaborate on bookmarks that will support the continuation of the conversation based on progress already made toward understanding and learning. Take note of where you've ended the conversation and also make plans for where you would like to begin the conversation in the next meeting. Then, go get some rest. If you'd like to talk more about this, please contact me at discover at discoveryourtruecourse.com. At True Course, we coach people regularly around communication. And if we can join you on your quest to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish without regret, please contact us. I'm Michael Godfrey. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.